Blog Talk Radio. My name is Judah Epstein, an adventurer from Texas, and I am on the journey with Neville D'Angelo. We are stepping across the universe. I'm your host, Neville D'Angelo. And I am a student athlete, Brandon Fogland. Welcome! On the journey, we meet fascinating people with novel solutions to life's tricky little problems. And we play a few games too, right? Yep. We track the remarkable heroes and unforgettable characters of three classic books, Soundbite Life, Flight of the Fused Monkeys, and Illicet. Time to begin again. All of which... You can find on Amazon and Barnes and Noble. Digital versions too. It's time to grab a few copies for your journey. I think the ISS is the greatest human endeavor ever in the history of the world in terms of complexity uh, and the challenges that are brought with that complexity. Uh, two decades ago, the uh, uh, the Cold War was still going on, and here we are working with the uh, the Russians, the Americans, the Japanese, the Europeans, everybody working together. And it uh, it seems that it's a far better thing to be doing than we were doing 60 years ago. It gives us the chance to do programs that uh, that we couldn't do all by ourselves, and it gives us the chance to uh, to learn how different people work, how different cultures work together, and uh, and how we can cooperate and produce something as magnificent as the ISS. Like stepping on stones across a screen, humans have started to take small steps across the universe. In the stream of time, the International Space Station is just one small step. All the lessons, good and bad, that we learn on Space Station will benefit us as we look toward longer missions away from Earth. Some of the biggest lessons learned from the design, development, and assembly of the International Space Station are those of peaceful cooperation among nations. It would be impossible for any single country to do what we're doing here on Space Station. But as a team, we're pulling for a higher good, and that higher good is to learn to explore, to learn to push frontiers, to learn to move out. And that's really what cooperation brings us. And I can't think of a better example than than Space Station when you look forward. Humans will continue to explore in low Earth orbit, on journeys back to the moon, to Mars, to asteroids, and beyond. But wherever we go, the International Space Station is improving our lives on Earth now and cementing our first real foothold for working and living in space. We are going to Mars. By the time children being born this very minute graduate with their master's and doctoral degrees in math, physics, and the sciences, we will be on Mars. But why Mars? It's about 35 million miles away from us at its closest approach, and it is a dry, frozen desert. So why Mars? Chris McKay is a planetary scientist at NASA Ames Research Center, and he says... It's not because of anything that's there today. So I guess this question still stands. Why Mars? 
There is, of course, evidence that Mars had water, lots of it at one time, rivers, lakes, probably even an ocean. It's very possible that Mars not only had water early in its history, it is very possible that it was quite wet at the very time Earth began entertaining life. That similarity, water on Earth, water on Mars, is about, I'd say, one-third of the reason we're heading there. But what happened to all that water on Mars, you might ask? Who drank it all up? Well, that's a searching question, isn't it? I happen to think it's a wonderful thing that there are folks with a curiosity and brilliance to search out such things. Look at where we are today because people are curious and brilliant. So why Mars? It's one of the terrestrial planets along with Earth and Venus. It formed from roughly the same materials as Earth. It has carbon, water, nitrogen, the essentials, I think. In other words, Mars has everything we need for it to sustain life except one thing. Liquid water. And of course, there's evidence that it had lots of liquid water. So what really happened there? What happened on Mars? We're a diverse lot on Earth, aren't we? People react in different ways when they confront things they don't understand. How do you react when you confront something you don't understand, a problem that has not yet known to have been solved? I happen to think it is pretty cool that some folks look at things like that and say, that's a real cool problem. I want to solve it. And then they go about doing just that. I think it is really, really cool. Mars is a pretty cool problem to solve. Today our guest is Judah Epstein, an adventurer. Like me, he was also a student athlete. You know him as Jungle Judah. Those of you who have been following us on the Jaguar Pup Show would recall him from the game we used to play called Where in the World is Judah? However, today he is back as the crew commander of the Mars Mission Research Program. Welcome back, Judah, and thank you, Brandon. Last time Judah was here, he took us from Plano to Poland to the Putti people in Uganda, and the time before that, of course, he took us through that thrilling journey through the Amazon jungle. He has a deep interest in exploration, and today he's back as uh, crew commander I'm going to start by asking him to tell us a little bit about the Mars Desert Research Station. It's a, it's a, it's a scientific research expedition that's simulating um, simulating an, an environment on 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 Mars. Mm -hmm. So it's a um, it's 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 a, it's it's located in the in the desert in Utah, mm -hmm. and they have a uh, a uh, station there that's the same type of of of, of station or or had. Yeah, habitat that would actually be on on Mars. So it's, mm -hmm. it's run by the uh, Mars Society in collaboration also with uh, NASA's involved. So the uh, purpose of it is to do scientific research mm -hmm. for future future planning for actual Mars missions. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So they have a crew of, of six six people that that go there for for two weeks at a time. So they they do the they they have the experiments every every year mm -hmm. in in the winter for for several months. Mm -hmm. And crew, crews rotate for two weeks at a time, 
and 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 they perform scientific experiments mm-hmm. at the at the station. And it's a uh, self-sustaining hab that has um, power at the hab, and 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 you run. Um, you have, for example, a a, a crew biologist, a a geologist, and maybe an astronomer. Mm-hmm. We have a, a, the Musk Observatory with a high-powered telescope mm-hmm. for observations and, and and experiments with 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 the stars. Mm-hmm. And whenever we go outside, because we're simulating as though we're on Mars, we have these um, mock, or, um, spacesuits that we wear. Mm-hmm. So, so that's going on at EVA. So mm-hmm. whenever we go outside for for research purposes, so that's an EVA and extra extra um, um, vehicular activity. Mm-hmm. So if we want to go collect a uh, rock sample, for example, mm-hmm. to 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 look for extremophiles, which just could be, for example, like an endophile. Which is a type of, of bacteria that lives in an extreme environment, for example, in in, in a rock mm-hmm. or a, 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 a halophile that lives in various um, high salty con- conditions. Mm-hmm. There's um, there's types of extreme life that 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 could that they're they're on on Earth and they can researching these type of of, of life can be indicative of of trying of finding life on other planets. Mm-hmm. So whenever we want to if we want to go outside and and look for extremophile. Um, then we need to suit up and, and put it e- and and with the space with the, and go out on an EVA mm-hmm. just as though we were actually on on Mars. Mm-hmm. Now, what what um, made you go to this project? Obviously, in a sense, this is a silly question because you've done such so many fascinating things. But what drew you particularly to the Mars research? Well, I am I'm interested in, in in exploration and exploring new areas, new environments. And and exploring to exploring to 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 planets outside of Earth mm-hmm. at that seems like the ultimate level of of of, of exploration mm-hmm. is is interplanetary space. Mm-hmm. So I don't have the opportunity right now to go to Mars. So <laughs> I can do maybe the next best thing and mm-hmm. and go a, a simulate a scientific expedition simulation of Mars. Mm-hmm. So what what have you done? I know that you've made several trips there, right? So what what do you do when you go there? Um, the uh, first time I went, I went as crew engineer mm. and um, an executive officer. So, uh, as as crew engineer, m- my responsibility was was mostly the upkeep of of the hab and all the equipment. Mm-hmm. And um, and and for 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 rovers, we have ATVs that so we can go further distance from the hab for, to to explore and look on the areas. And um, so, so my major responsibility was was upkeep of all the equipment, and um, and and the power systems and the ATVs, mm-hmm. and 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 the, and the research equipment. So the science, so that basically, so that the scientists could could effectively conduct their experiments. Mm. That they they're not worried about about making about about fixing the equipment. They're mm. just worried about using the equipment to get the data they need. Mm-hmm. So if the equipment's not functional, mm-hmm. not fully functional, then they can't get the data they need for their research. So right. my responsibility was basically to make sure everything's working so so to to support the research of the scientists. Mm-hmm. And then and then I went again later as 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 crew commander and um and and that was um basically um uh, uh organizing the all that the the, the the research projects and helping out with everything the research and also helping out with engineering. I went again another time as as crew commander and also as health and safety officer. Mm-hmm. Had my 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 EMT medical certification, mm-hmm. but I also brought my um, a scientific experiment of uh, water water filtration. Mm-hmm. That's actually what I what I did for mm-hmm. my um the, the project that I did for my thesis project for my uh, master's degree in 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 geosciences mm-hmm. was um sedimentary water filtration in a planetary environment. 
So we, because as a, so we at at the hab we have a um, a a water filtration system mm-hmm. to um to to, uh, to filter the gray water for 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 reuse. Mm-hmm. So um it's what it's a um it's a, a hydroponic wetland system that's currently at the Mars station, and um I made these uh, uh slow sand water filters. Mm-hmm. So I, I made the, the filters and used different different media of the of the um, local Martian regolith. Um, uh, local soil and also a Martian a a, a simulant of of actual Martian regolith, mm-hmm. and um, so I made these 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 filters and implemented them at the research station and 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 tested the water values and compared the water values the the and, and compared how how well these um, slow sand filters mm-hmm. filtered the water as compared to to current systems. Mm-hmm. So where do you think we're going uh, from here? Uh, there's 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 a lot of different 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 options a lot of a lot of different I mean I don't I don't I don't have the, the definite answer I don't know right. if anybody has a right. definite answer and mm-hmm. I'm not in the in the, the top people on NASA or the or the or the government just I mean actually the the more than government deciding what where's the um the uh, future of NASA but actually it's not just uh, NASA now we're actually moving to having more private private mm-hmm. companies involved in uh, in, in space. Space exploration, so there could be more opportunity with that. Mm-hmm. And um, in terms of where we would explore in outer space, you, know, you mentioned the Moon and mm-hmm. Mars. Mm-hmm. Um, they're talking about going to to a, a asteroid. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So there's pro- pro- probably one of one of those three. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I can't I can't give the, a definite answer, and then there could be more involvement with um, with uh, private companies also. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, given given those that you mentioned, if you were to get a chance. To go and explore out there, which one would you choose if all were possible right at the same time and now? I choose uh, Mars. That uh-huh. Most most definitely, that's that would seem. I mean, the you know any any of those three would be would be an incredible opportunity for exploration. The um, uh, Moon. I mean, yeah, yeah, we visited it before, but we've only we've only sure. seen seen a little bit of it. We've done limited amount of exploration, mm-hmm. but um, but it seems like the the most New frontier mm-hmm. where we could find find m- most most more 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 um new maybe possibilities for 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 life or 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 resources mm-hmm. would be uh Mars. I mean that that's that would be the more the 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 least unexplored. So so we don't any longer consider Mars the dead planet. Do you think so? I mean th- there's there's been found um, traces of uh, of of water, I mean, there might not be sure. actual surface water currently right. there, but there, there's 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 been found sources of water in in in, in erosion, mm-hmm. um, uh, uh, water features, and and um, ice locked up. So mm-hmm. there's there's um and where there's and, and with water that could equal potential for life. Mm-hmm. Do you, so, do you do you think the research is likely to be more to see if there is life, more to See if we get resources to uh, assist us here on Earth, or more for us an opportunity for us to move up to Mars. Where, where, you know, where is the research heading, or, or we're just kind of just probing to see what's there. Yeah, I mean, there's there, there's research and 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 all three of those opportunities, and mm. I'm not sure which one would be the the the, the most dominant. I mean, mm. so it depends who 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 you're asking. Mm-hmm. And um, seem like a lot of people are interested to learn is there life on another planet. Mm-hmm. I, I don't, and, but that the 
the resources that could provide more more economic potential. All right. And I think that the life is more 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 curiosity potential. All right. And um, and then potential for for self self sustaining of the human race. I could be <laughs> talking about more um, about about going to to live on Mars, mm. cultivating the land. When we return, we will talk to Judith some more about his role as crew commander of the Mars Desert Research Station. Let me take this chance to remind you that you can find a number of additional links about Mars Society, about NASA and the Mars mission, and other information on our blog, matchboxmystery.wordpress.com. Again, the journey's blog is Matchbox Mystery, which is one word, matchboxmystery.wordpress.com. And for this episode, you can click on the post, not a drop to drink. Today's standing question is what is in your water? Our programs are available free of charge on iTunes. You can listen to it, of course, on your iPhone, your iPad, and your laptop. As Brandon mentioned before, we are also tracking on the journey three classic books. Those are A Sounds Bite Life, Flight of the Fused Monkeys, and Illicit. A time to begin again, all of which you can get in digital format to be used on your iPhone, your iPad, or your laptop, or your Kindle, or Nook. Uh, you can get it in traditional format in paper form. Those of you who prefer audio, a soundbite life is in audio dramatized. Uh, the other two are on their way to you in audio. Today's standing question is, of course, what is in your water? Uh, let's return back to our guest today, Crew Commander Judah Epstein, and find out a little bit about what he does as the Crew Commander of the Mars Desert Research Station. Or, or, and we, we had crews of six six people, and um, a different scientists did, did did different experiments. For example, we had a crew crew, crew biologist measuring, um, looking for uh, for halo files for live samples, and astronomers looking for um, and um, doing uh, research on the stars with with the uh, telescope and 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 the engineering that the, the, the upkeep of of the uh, have and then for example I was I was working on 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 my experiment the uh, the uh, water water filtration experiment mm-hmm. so just coordinating everybody's research making making the um, schedules and the, and the timelines and the the, the the equipment making sure everything's operational organizing the the EVAs for when we're going out and and conducting research outside. Mm-hmm. And um, what, what was the outcome of your experiment? What was the final outcome of your experiment? Um, the, the, the outcome of, of, of my water uh, water filtration experiment, the um, the uh, water was was uh, pretty well filtered, mm-hmm. and it, it was it was it was comparable to to, to, the, to the wetland system. Mm-hmm. It actually had um, had had some some features such as uh, TDS that 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 were filtered better than than the wetland system. Mm-hmm. But what was actually determined was that was that the um, 
that the best method would probably be a combination mm-hmm. of, of of utilizing the existing system and adding on the um the the, the component of my system mm-hmm. and, and use pretty much using the 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 best of each mm-hmm. so to, to to have to have the most 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 effective system. But one of the things that I, that I really liked about about that that got me interested in 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 how I developed my water filtration system is that it doesn't require any any power input or or, or electrical input. And that was actually one of the 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 things looking at with 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 this research with was actually using maybe utilizing it as a, as a backup system because there are there are better water filtration systems that are, that 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 can filter out more more contaminants, mm-hmm. but 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 they're a lot more um, high uh, high um, high uh, higher technology. Mm-hmm. And if if the power fails or equipment fails, mm-hmm. but the the the, the slow sand filter it's an age old proven technology. It's basically just filtering the the water through through, through sand and a biological layer of um, forms on top to help um, uh, purify the the, uh, the the contaminants. Mm-hmm. So, so it's, it's the, one of the major um, uses of it would be as a, as as a backup water filtration system. Mm-hmm. Fascinating, fascinating. I find it to be so very fascinating. Technology, economics, and the spirit of any people impact how we progress in these areas of exploration, whether it's exploration on Earth, beneath Earth, or into outer space. Long, long, long time ago, an early explorer, Ptolemy, one of the greats in his day, said this, I know that I am mortal by nature and ephemeral, but when I trace at my pleasure the windings to and fro of the heavenly bodies, I no longer touch earth with my feet. I stand in the presence of Zeus himself and take my fill of ambrosia, food of the gods. However, the standing question remains, what is in your water? It is an ancient mariner, and he stoppeth one of three. By thy long grey beard and glittering eye, now wherefore stoppest thou me? The bridegroom's doors are open wide, and I am next of kin. The guests are met, the feast is set. Mist hear the merry din? He holds him with his skinny hand. There was a ship, quoth he. Hold off, on hand me, grey-beard loon. It stones his hand, dropped he. He holds him with a glittering eye. The wedding guest stood still and listens like a three-year's child. The mariner hath his will. The wedding guest sat on a stone. He cannot choose but hear, and thus spake on the ancient man, the bright-eyed mariner. The ship was cheered, the harbor cleared. Merrily did we drop below the kirk, below the hill, below the lighthouse top. The sun came up upon the left. 
out of the sea came he, and he shone bright, and on the night went down into the sea, higher and higher every day, till over the mast at noon. The wedding guest here beat his breast, for he heard the loud bassoon. The bride hath paced into the hall, red as a rose is she. Nodding their heads before her goes the merry minstrelsy. The wedding guest, he beat his breast, yet he cannot choose but hear, and thus spake on the ancient man, the bright-eyed mariner. And now the storm blast came, and he was tenuous and strong. He struck with his overtaking wings and chased us south along with slopping masts and dipping prow, as who pursued with yell and blow still threads the shadow of his foe, and forward bends his head. The ship drove fast, loud roared the blast, and southward aye we fled. And now there came both mist and snow, and it grew wondrous cold, and ice mast high came floating by, as green as emerald, and through the drifts the snowy cliffs did send a dismal sheen, nor shapes of men nor beasts we ken, the ice was all between, the ice was here. The ice was there, the ice was all around. It cracked and growled and roared and howled like noises in a swound. At length did cross an albatross. Through the fog it came, as it had been a Christian soul. We hailed it in God's name. It ate the food it ne'er had eat. And round and round it flew, the ice did split with a thunder fit. Then helmsman stared us through, and a good south wind sprung up behind. The albatross did follow, and every day for food or play came to the mariner's hollow. In mist or cloud, or mast or shroud, it perched for vespers nine, whiles all the night through fog smoke white. Glimmered the white moonshine. God save the ancient mariner from the fiends that plague thee thus. Why look'st thou so with my crossbow? I shot the albatross. The sun now rose upon the night. Out of the sea came he, still hid in mist, and on the left went down into the sea. And the good south wind still blew behind, but no sweet bird did follow, nor any day for food or play came.